episode 57. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller, and we're going to take a little visit to Detroit. But we end up in Austin. Yeah, you can take the girl out of Detroit, but you can't take the Motor City old school rock and roll with the Motown edge of Detroit out of the girl. That's Alyssa Simmons. So strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. So how are you doing? Good. I'm doing really good. Yeah? I'm so glad to have you on the show, Alyssa, because... uh, you know, you stayed in there. I love your tenacious nature, and you hung in there with me, and you said, who is this guy from the East Coast that keeps <laughs> hassling me about this this damn podcast? But we got you on, didn't we? Yes, and I'm excited. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to finally make this work out. <laughs> yeah, this is so cool. So um, you're now in Austin, the new music capital of uh, the United States, giving Nashville a run for its money these days, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's um it's pretty it's pretty awesome here. I've been here for about two months or a little over that. Uh huh. So it's uh, an incredible city. There's so much music going on at all times. Like you can never be bored. There's always something. So I had a I had an old buddy of mine as a piano player who lives down there, and he watched this whole evolution over the last like mm-hmm. ten years or however long it's been going on. And he was sharing with me. He goes, "Yeah, I go out to buy my groceries, and I can't believe the level of talent playing in the grocery store." <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, it's just like everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I love that. That's just so cool. Hey, so you're from the Motor City. So tell me about that. A rock and roll girl from Detroit, Michigan. So um, give me a little bit about your past. You've done a lot of things, Alyssa. And um, like when you first started, you were a very young, you were a little girl when you started singing, right? Yeah, yeah. So that- what? About- how did the flame get into you? Like what was your first experience that you can remember that said wow i'm connecting to this well you know i was like i grew up around music my dad was in a band and uh just a cover band but i was always at the rehearsals and you know just running around and i just started uh singing and you know when my when i was little my parents always noticed i had this like um my dad says it was like a radio voice because i always had this like raspy voice for this little girl (laughs) Right. And um, they always noticed I could, like, sing on pitch. And um, I just started, like, realizing that I could have, like, a big voice. So I thought I wanted to do opera, which was <laughs> which was not the thing. I, like, instantly was like, I don't want to sing this. But, yeah. yeah, I, like, asked my parents if I could take voice lessons when I was nine. And then from there, I just, like, did, like, the snowball effect. And it was all these um, just amazing opportunities and learning experiences you know along the road so it's been quite the ride (laughs) yeah and now that you're uh that you're a mature singer you know doing the whole deal you've got that little edge that growl to your voice which i love by the way but you know i don't hear it in your uh in your speaking voice so that's always really cool so just to give everybody a little taste let's listen to a little bit of Alyssa with now or never 
Check this out. Really, really cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a rocker at heart. This is my favorite like zone. I mean, I'm really eclectic, but I love what you do. It's just just really great. So tell me about that song, Alyssa. Now or never. Where did that come from? Um, it kind of was like the the anthem track, I guess. That was it was the last song I wrote for that album, and it was just it was something I thought the the whole record needed to be complete. Um, it was just like you know, my anthem for, you know, anybody that's gonna get in your way, you know, you just can't let them because it's all about believing in yourself, you know, and just pushing forward and not letting, you know, somebody else's um, lack of dreaming or thinking bigger, you know, get in the way of um, yourself, you know, dreaming and seeing the bigger picture and picturing goals and all that stuff. So, what you were doing, and you tell me if I'm all wrong on this, but as you were writing the album, you kept digging, and you got deeper and deeper and deeper. And then finally, you got to that vein of gold, which was now or never, all the way at the end of the album, correct? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've done this, and I, I recognize it. And it's uh, I, I, I got to commend you for that. That's so great that you know that was one of the last ones you put together. But it seems like that was the uh, creme de la creme, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like, well, now it's done because I had that song, you know. So you would have kept sense. going. 
you would have kept going till you hit it, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, great, yeah. great. So you were de- titled Detroit Super Singer. So um, 13 years old, and you won the biggest singing competition in, in Detroit at WDIV. Is that a TV station? or? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's like the, the local station up there, which is like the big news, you know. So it was like a it's a big thing, you know, when you're a kid on something like that. And then so many people audition and, uh, that was kind of like the turning point for me. Cause that opportunity, you know, just the video and everything that I got from that, you know, publicity was, um, it opened a lot of different doors for me. Um, did you go into school like the next day at 13 and start charging for autographs? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I, it was like a, it was a crazy thing. Just um. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of love hitting you at thirteen. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Like still thinking back of that, it was like one of um, probably one of the coolest moments because that was the thing that I think the the biggest opportunity at that young of an age that kind of like lit everything. That kind of was just like this is what I want to do. Like I'm gonna do this. Yeah. You know? So. So yeah. your your first CD it was called Difficult with you, and you did Eva Cassidy's um, song, uh, or was that I the actually, song you did? Well, that's funny because the opportunity from the super singer thing actually led me. My I was a huge Eva Cassidy fan, and my grandma actually she wrote on uh, Eva Cassidy's fan page about how much I love to sing and I sing her songs all the time, and Eva Cassidy's producers saw that message they checked me out and i got into um a deal with them where i was recording my first you know my first original album flying out to maryland pretty much like twice a month to record and i would think i was like 14. wow <laughs> so it was You're like, a rock star girl a little 14 year old girl rock star <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's cool. So, but also, what happened with you is you were you went out to California to audition for the the Hannah Montana show. You could have been Hannah Montana. Yeah. See, crazy. I've got Alyssa Montana on my show. This is awesome. This is <laughs> oh, great. Man. So, tell me, tell me that gig. Was that a lot of pressure? That must have been crazy. Did you know how big that was going to blow up? No, it yeah. was. Um, it's so interesting looking back at that. Um. I got flown out by Disney because I did a lot of um, different musical theater acting stuff when I was younger. And I got flown out to audition for them and uh, read the script. And I still have the script, actually, (laughs) which is crazy. But um, they put the show on the shelf, actually, for like a full year and then rewrote things. And then they brought in uh, the Cyruses. So... (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, needless to say, I mean, it was just like one of those opportunities, you know, that is like cool, you know, that is cool to talk about, cool to even say that it happened, you know? Yeah, just the fact that you got invited was was amazing. I mean, that, that means people were really recognizing what you do. So, hey, let's play another cut. This is War with Alyssa Simmons. Check this out. Lost in a dream that faded in the stream inside her head She's down in the gutter like a broken hearted lover She can't pretend that everything's not a mess right now Seems like everyone 
Slipped away somehow Tries to kick her feet But the water's getting deep It's hard to tread And she don't wanna feel This way Cause this is what She's boxing a shadow Just breathe, you'll see. You can be anything you want to be. Great lyrics. Thank you. Yeah, I loved. I love your passion at the beginning of that, and then you shift right in. You shift right into overdrive with that big voice. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your style. How you developed it, Alyssa? Like, what did you take from your past? Like, how long did it take you to um, to create the Alyssa Simmons we're listening to right now? Yeah, you know, um, I've been obviously doing this for a long time. So my style's kind of uh, changed throughout the years. And it's like you discover yourself and it's all about finding yourself. So I'm, you know, from the Motor City. So that's huge Motown. So I grew up, um, you know, listening to soul music um, a ton. And then I grew up listening to a lot of uh classic rock yeah it's obvious you've got both of those going on so it's like you you did a great fusion deal there so so your whole past kind of like little by little you formed your style based on those influences yeah and i think it's um it's something that's like an ever-changing thing too so it's like the next stuff i write could be a a little different you know so it's all it's all just you know it's fun just kind of changing things up a little bit and uh this is war is like very uh, intense guitar driven and it's it's so fun live that's such a fun fun song live because it starts off so 
low and just so uh, soft and then it gets huge so yeah so tell me tell me about you know the story of this is war like conceptually like you know what were the emotions going on that drove you to the lyrics i love the lyrics in this yeah i mean the lyrics just it was like one of those songs that i said at the piano and everything just kind of came out and uh i don't even know exactly where it came from i just started telling this whole story and um aren't those the best of, yeah it <laughs> was and it was kind of at a point where i just actually recently broke up with the band that i was like writing all these songs with it's isn't it funny you're in a band and you like break up and it's like a relationship yeah yeah it is <laughs> so, it's because it's like family you know yeah, and it's it's like it, a divorce it, yeah it totally is and so i was like kind of going through that and that was really my first band situation like that and so that song just came out of that situation but it became this bigger story you know with that so i tell you i wouldn't want to go to war with you little girl with a big voice like that man Uh uh-uh no thank you (laughs) (laughs) hey i want to ask you about ted nugent you sang on his latest album shut up and jam yeah yeah that's cool awesome so cool how did you get how did you get hooked into that um, basically, um, Andy Padelin, who I've been working with, he actually produced my record. Right. Um, he got me locked into the opportunity and everything. So by the I way, I like, love the production on your record. It's so good. Yeah. yeah oh, thank really you so great. much. Yeah. yeah. So, so he knew Ted and he just gave, gave you a call and said, and Ted, you know, needed this rocking lady to come in and help out. Yeah. And actually, um, it's through, uh, he was working through Michael Lutz. So he produced the whole record and everything. And uh, yeah, they brought me in to sing and I couldn't be more grateful. It's actually so incredibly cool to now be, 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 bla- be blatantly honest me, with me here. Now, when you walked in the studio, did Ted have like uh, a flaming arrow set up to shoot across the studio? Well, I'm sure. Yeah. I, he actually wasn't there when I was singing. Oh. But I have met him before. Yeah. Uh, in the past. So, but he's a super cool guy. He's really, uh, really uh, out there and he, he's just like so much energy, you know? So. I know. The guy never stops. And, you yeah. know, the people that, that hate him because of his stance on, you know, like he's, he, he loves, you know, the hunting and all that. Yeah. But I've seen where he gets in front of people and he converts them, which is like they're just missing the education. And he explains to them, you know, very pragmatically, listen, this is the reason we do this. We were born to hunt, you know. So yeah. uh, I, I like Ted a lot. I, I think he's an amazing, uh, amazing rocker. So I, I got to check out that song. I haven't heard that. I'd love to hear you sing on yeah. that. So, yeah. you, hey, you also, Alyssa, got nominated for two Detroit Music Awards, Best Rock Songwriter, Best Rock Album. Yes, yeah, this past year, which was That's fantastic. super cool. Yeah, for my record, which I'm so proud of. So that was... Uh, pretty incredible it's a great it's a great uh event just like being around so many you know talented detroit people in one room so yeah and i was checking out um a couple of your videos earlier today and um you had it seemed like you took a little bit of a break from recording so this album was like really important for you is that right yeah Yeah, super important i took a a little bit of time off i like jumped into 
kind of the cover band scene, which was something that was so new to me. But I'm, you know, I'm fortunate for that too because it's I'm able to fund, you know, making music and you know make money right. by singing and doing something that I love to do. So yeah, I took off a little bit of time, just like spent it writing and not necessarily performing original. So this CD was super important to me to get it out and. Uh, you know, just show people I was still alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's, it's sometimes the breaks are good, though, because, the, you know, they're necessary and we don't even know why. It's just yeah. like, you know, but and then it comes back, you know, and it comes back just like a boomerang. So let's listen to Boomerang. I like that. Alyssa Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Take our own vacation We're back to our old paradise No use in a heart trying to run from how you feel inside Made up my mind and I've decided You're all I need to come alive We both know Get over you. I like that song. Awesome. You're rocking, girl. See, I pay attention to your lyrics. I listen to everything you say. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, tell me about the band, Alyssa. Who's playing on these tracks with you? Let's talk a little bit about the production. And where did you guys record this? Um, We actually recorded it at ATP Productions, which is through uh, Andy Padelin. And he's like a musical genius to me that I can like take a song to him and he makes it into this you know he just like builds it into this whole production it's it's been really amazing working with him but um yeah he knows you he just gets you he knows what to do with you that's great he's a a badass yeah (laughs) excellent 
So um, where is Andy located? Where's his home of operation? Does he move around? He's, he's actually in Detroit, so okay. I work with him back over there. So yeah, it's it's weird to me to be away from all uh, of my Detroit people, but I've been meeting so many cool people down here. So um, yeah, so on that record, we had um, Garrett Belanek was on guitar, um, Joel Hill on drums, um, Vinny Dombrowski on drums. He's in the band Sponge. Okay. Uh, and then there's just a bunch of great players like Chris Chris Kodish on the keys, um, uh, Mark Duaron on keys as well, uh, Carl Ute on bass. Yeah, Andy Padalin's playing a bunch on it. Yeah, so I think that's oh, that, and Larry Lebeck on like the steel uh, guitar on one of the songs. I'm sorry, who was it on steel? Uh, Larry Lebeck. Oh, okay. Great stuff, great stuff. I love yeah. the production. Sounds really, really good. Um, so tell me, what, you know, you're a Detroit girl, and so what inspired the move to Austin? What were you, what were you thinking there? What, anything in particular? Um, you know, I've, I've kind of been in Detroit my whole life, even though I've recorded and traveled a bunch. You, you know? just wanted to get warm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much I just wanted to get away from the snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very nice to just see like snow and Facebook posts, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, that sucks. I um, know. I'm a Northeast guy, so I, I, I hear you. I keep saying every year the Caribbean's looking better and better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, that was like a big reason too. It's like the snow. So and was, was it. To try something new. Okay, so it was was it more of a, it was more of a personal thing because you can always jump back to Detroit and record. Yeah, so, it was more um, just for myself to say you know to to know that I did this and took a chance and like fought the fear of you know going somewhere new and out of my comfort zone. Right. You know, and just to to do that and you know grow for myself. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that right before the interview. It's like exactly yeah. that. You know, she she jumped out of her comfort zone and went down to a new place. So uh I yeah. always admire that. That's really wonderful. So tell me about the journey. How is Austin for you? Austin is super cool. Um and and like and like the flip from Detroit, that's a big music city too because of all the history there, right? Yeah. But but is it's my understanding that Austin's far more eclectic. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, yeah. Austin, there's so many people that I talk to down here where, you know, I ask where they're from and they're from all over, you know, the United States. They all just kind of migrated here, I guess. So it's cool to me to meet other people who did the same thing. And um, just the city is incredible. It's so up and coming and it's so... Um, they're just building stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's pretty incredible to see. And then there's just bands everywhere, and it's like on a Monday night, you know. <laughs> yeah. So how is your how is your gigging schedule going? Are you first of all are you playing out like now? Uh, do you play yeah. out a lot? Yeah, I'm playing in a I'm in a cover band, which is um, they're called Uptown Drive. Okay. And they're great. All the guys are super talented, and they're all kind of involved in their own other projects too. So very fortunate to be down here and be able to support myself and, um, you know, play music rather than be waitressing or something else, you know? Right, right. So, so it's music nonstop every yeah, day. I'm grateful. So I'm in the process now of putting together um, my own little project to, you know, get out and play some original shows and, like, tap into that scene. Right. So 
I'm so new to everything. I'm just like still meeting people and, uh, you know, getting things together, but it, it's going to happen because, you know, there's so many incredible musicians down here and, uh, just creative minds. So, well, you have that going. Plus you have the legacy of what you've done your whole career, which is, you know, constantly create. And, uh, and so you're not, you have your own, your own um, catalog to go out and play. So, so yeah. tell me, how is that area for, I mean, Austin embraces like, um, you know, they embrace, uh, you know, having original acts around, not just the cover bands, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's been really cool for me to see. There's a lot of uh, different clubs and venues down here that are strictly for, uh, you know, the original music. Um, so that's been very awesome and there's just you know it's not just like one place there's so many different venues and yeah it's and there's so many great artists and it's all been super inspiring to me so i've been writing a lot down here right so yeah. you know it kind of is it um <laughs> like uh nashville's kind of that way in that you go downtown and you know it's like a sunday morning at 10 o'clock and people are in the bar drinking and there's there's yeah. live bands playing everywhere yeah, <laughs> not everywhere they, but a lot of places you know <laughs> yeah austin definitely has that they have um sixth street down here which is i guess their version of like a bourbon street or yeah it's like it's totally the Nashville vibe. Like every bar has a band and, you know, everybody's playing. I have friends that play down there, which is that. Uh, it's just, it's cool to see. It's like a good, good energy. Yeah. Hey, tell me about your writing. What do you like to do to get your music? Like when you're creating, uh, do you have a favorite um, situation for writing? Do you like a piano? Do you like to be in the car by yourself? Do you like a guitar? Uh, as a writer, do you have a favorite do you go to or is it just whatever the moment you know brings to you yeah i don't think there's a favorite i think um you know i write with my piano a lot and then also it could be the matter of you know driving in a car or even like waking up and having a dream like if you ever have those weird things like dream about a song yeah which is always cool. But um, but don't you wake up and go, what the hell is this on my nightstand? Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a lot of, lately I've been like writing a lot of um, kind of like poetry. Uh-huh. And then it's like extended into like song and melody, which has been a, I'm, it's been like a totally new uh, way of writing for me. But I've, I like it a lot. So <laughs> I like it too cuz I like yeah. your lyrics and I like the way you connect to your songs, which is really good. Hey, um let me ask you this, Alyssa. As you look out at the uh the music business and its um its way of recreating itself over the past, especially the past 5 years where it pretty much crashed and burned and has been coming back um, in a completely different manifestation. So what do you look at and see? I like your website. I like what you're doing there. Do you view this as uh, it's a tremendous opportunity or do you feel like the what was built in the past was a better model? I mean, I feel like the past definitely had, you know, it was kind of a little easier for bands, you know, with a, talent to get out there because you would be signed and now the labels are all pretty much gone right you know so it's almost a matter of you have to develop yourself enough to for them to even want to pick you up they 
you know, back in the day, you didn't have to have like a huge fan base, you know, that you didn't have to be fully developed because they would take the time to develop you, you know? Right. And in today's world, they just want it already done because they don't want to put that extra, you know, money backing that. So I think there's a, I think it's, there's still like hope and there's still like a big opportunity for music, even just for, you know, writing, pitching your songs to even other artists, you know? Right. So, in that I, avenue. Yeah, I see it as, um, and, and I like to get everybody's opinion on it because um, a lot of the uh, young artists that I'm talking to today are looking at it as, hey, what a wonderful opportunity. I don't need a label anymore. Look what I can do with all the exactly. social media. And myself included, I've had to learn how to pull all the levers and, and start manipulating uh you know the technology in a way that that serves better but but let's not kid ourselves it's a tremendous amount of work it's not like it's it's easier it is easier in some ways that you can say well i don't have to go out and sell a million records um if i can cultivate my own 10,000 or 20,000 or whatever it is your list of people yeah. and supporters so i i think it's um i think it's going to get better I think in time, I think it's going to get better. Um, some people have told me they feel like the best days are ahead of us with, with music, uh, including Seth Godin, uh, who's one of the greatest bloggers that you know around these days. Hey, so um, I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent here. We have to listen to another song from you. And I will say I will do that never again. Let's check it out. I love the way this starts. Yeah. Try with the flattery, but I'm not flattered. You see, you left roses on my car with the note that said, Baby, you're my lucky star. Now, what's all that bullshit? I don't get it. Must be desperate. Did she leave you like you left me? And now you're crawling back, and I ain't got sympathy.
busted all the windows when you took her to the bar. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> it sounds like a rowdy, rowdy thing. <laughs> so tell us about that song, Never Again. Give us the message behind that. Um, it's just basically, you know, like a break. It's a fun breakup song. Okay. I, you know, kind of in that matter, but it's more on the girl side. <laughs> right. So, I don't think it's so fun for the guy. No, no. <laughs> it, it sounds like the the guy's getting a little bit of a, a backlash there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think she's very happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when you wrote this, is this a personal experience that you went through? Um, no, not actually. But no. it's just like, um, like uh, something that my friend I think was going through at the time, and okay. I kind of just took it and. I, you know, I like to elaborate on things. And so like you, you assumed the position, point. right? Yes. You assumed her pain or his, yeah, yeah her pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what's, what's cool about it is sometimes you can, uh, who was it that said it? Um, I think it might've been Harlan Howard or somebody said, uh, never get, let, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> you yeah. you yeah. have, you have to, uh, you have to have poetic license to get in there and like, you know, develop it a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> hey, so what's coming up for you that, uh, that you're real excited about? Um, this album is great. You, you mentioned you're putting together your own live act. Uh, anything else coming up? Any special things that you got going on, uh, the rest of this year? Um, you know, just like performing a lot with this band down here. And then I'm writing a bunch. So I'm just hoping to get back into the studio and get some uh, demos or even um, like a little EP, you know, I can put out and uh, just re-release some stuff. So, you know, just keep it out there. And I'm super, I'm really excited about all my new material I've been writing because I've just been very inspired down here so i'm excited to share that so tell me about your writing do you write like um are you a streak writer or do you write you disciplined like how does it how does it work for you um i try to discipline myself where i'm like spending you know a certain amount of time per day you know right. writing a song and or finishing a song so you know spending that time being creative you know just so i can keep everything flowing and it's a muscle i mean it's the same as it's the same as working out when you stop writing it's like you lose that creative muscle you know it kind of goes away a little bit yeah hey uh good job on your website too by the way um just for everybody uh to check out Alyssa. her website is alyssasimmons.com and that's a-l-y-s-s-a-s-i-m-m-o-n-s Dot com. And uh, Alyssa, this was great. I really loved learning about you, checking out your music, and uh, it was a pleasure to have you on Dharmic Evolution today. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we finally connected. Yes, indeed. It was worth the wait to connect with that fine young lady. Yeah, I hope you guys dug her, her vocals, man, her approach to songwriting. Wasn't it cool? Really had a good time with Alyssa today. You know, check her out now or never. This is War Boomerang Never Again. And check her out at her website. All the um, links will be in the show notes as promised every week. Hey, don't forget, swing over to dharmicevolution.com. Check out all the content on the site, including my coaching page. I do life coaching. I do life transition coaching specifically. And if you're a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I can help you with that. Email me at kevin at dharmicevolution.com. 
And also, if you've been on this show, you are on the Dharmic Evolution website. Please check it out. There's also videos, photos, conversation, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests. Don't forget, the downloads are free. However, the content, it's priceless. Hey, tune in to Dharmic Evolution for my newest Canadian friend and super diva, Amy Rose, visiting with us Wednesday the 27th. That's it for me today. Hope you had a great time with Alyssa. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. So until next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage.